the fuck is up y'all it is your girls re and me me and re however you want to say it and we are back with another episode ah! yeah we're back hello hello um so yeah how are you friend i you know i'm just coasting i feel like i've been taking my life one day at a time one day at a time felt how about you um do you want to give the pod the real answer or um i mean share as much as you would like okay like i told you before in this moment i'm good i'm great i'm thriving um i'm catching up with you it's been forever i feel like um Mm -hmm. now if you ask me at 5 p.m today I'd probably be crying. My life is in shambles. Um, But you know, here we are. Um, Yeah. Nevertheless, she persisted or whatever they'd be saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's what, what, which white woman said that? I don't know. Was it a white woman? I thought so. I have no idea. Let us know. (laughs) Let us know if you know. If, If you know, let us know. This is for the white women specifically. Do some homework. We're giving y'all homework. <laughs> Tell us who said it. Thank you. And then DM us. Thanks. Yes. Ugh. Well, it's been, I know it's been like a month because yeah. we recorded the last one. Yeah, it was like a month ago. So yeah. it's been just good catching up and hearing about your life. And <laughs> I'm excited for this week. Same. Oh, also, I did tell them I would update them on the job. Um, so, mm. guys, did get an offer for the job. It was not a full offer because they still, a month later, haven't told me how much they're trying to pay me. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if I should be talking about them. But, like, hopefully they never find this podcast. And hopefully they never get to this episode. Um, yeah. They'll be like, we've heard enough. Thank you. <laughs> and never get here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I did get the job. Um, if they're not paying me what I want, then I'm not going to take it because I could just stay at home and struggle. I don't need to move 17 hours away and struggle. So that's that. Um, mm-hmm. But if anyone has a job for me, <laughs> let me know. Because I, I can't live this life anymore. I can't. I'm drinking Dunkin'. <laughs> I can't even afford Starbucks anymore. But that's because I can get a large coffee and like a pastry or really whatever I want for less than what it costs for one drink at Starbucks. So it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. And with Upside, I can get cash back. Upside sponsor go. us. <laughs> have you have you actually gotten your cash back from them? Um yeah, so I didn't, I haven't cashed out yet, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can see it accruing. Oh, that's amazing. I've like, I think I've gotten gas two or three times and tried to do it and they're just like, we can't detect it. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad it's working for you though. <laughs> Girl, I already have like $12 in there. Like that's amazing. Yeah. And I've only had oh it, gosh. what, for like a month or less. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, girl, Damn. I'm sorry, because... I need to contact their customer service and say, give me my cash back. Because my car takes a lot of gas. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, with She's my girthy. new... 
She is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> and you know, with my new um my new job, mm-hmm. I um am using a lot of gas. Yeah. You Lots are of gas. So but <laughs> you yeah, let me see. Get that my coin. very first time using it, I don't know how, but they gave me six dollars and twenty two cents back. Wow. Um, yeah. And then the rest have been like a dollar and some change. I do have some that's still processing from like 10 days ago, seven days ago, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. some of them go goes through, through within like a day or two. Um, and then if I use it, so like I use it for Dunkin' and I get like mm-hmm. sometimes like between, I say between like 10 to 15 cents back. Um, they do that immediately. Oh, so, okay. That's nice. Yeah. But I've earned twelve fifty one so far. That is point two tanks of gas. Wow. I know. Wow. That's oh. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on there like, hmm, where can I get cash back for? Let me find something to eat. <laughs> Giving me point point one percent cash back. <laughs> but some percent is better than no percent. So, it is. It's hey. so much better. Yeah. There's um a bar really close to me that is 6% back. And remember um that smoothie place that you would go to sometimes? Yeah. They have 6% cash back. Excuse me. Wow. Pretty pretty Must pretty nice. cool. You should go for me. I know. I'll try it again. <laughs> I'll take a picture and send it to you. Thanks. So I can pretend mm-hmm. I'm there. <sighs> Longing yeah. to be there. Hmm. I mean, if you ever uh, have the funds to purchase a plane ticket, you're more than welcome to sleep on your couch or <laughs> the floor. <laughs> My air mattress. Um, I always have the funds for a flight. I'm going to tell you that now. Always. Oh. Um. Yeah. Because like. <laughs> But I do eventually need to come and get my stuff out of storage and I guess get rid of like everything else. Um, Because I still have a bed there that if I'm not moving anywhere close to there, I have no use for. Um, Mm -hmm. So I need to get rid of that. Does Nate need a bed? How many bedrooms is the house? It's like three, but no, he, I don't think he, well, I could ask him if he wants like an extra one for like when people come, but yeah, I don't you know. can even I'll take the mattress him. and the mattress, um, what's more called? The, what is it, box, box spring and mattress? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the spots on the mattress are just from water. I was a chronic eat and drinking better. <laughs> but that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, I promise that's it. Because um, I had like a mattress, um, I had a mattress cover. So mm-hmm. it's like literally just like water or whatever like spilled through. Nothing else. Um, but more than welcome to have it for free. Because I have no use for it. And I'll just have to throw it away when I come back. So, yeah. Well, hopefully you just move back. I mean, where we are. <laughs> yeah. That's the hope. But we'll see. Um, but, okay. Let's let's get back to it. We'd be wanting to yes. catch up some more after we've already caught up. And that's our problem. I know. For like an hour. <laughs> I know. It's just never enough time. No, it's not. It's not. Um... Okay, well, should I get into our intention for the day? Yes, please. Okay. 
So our intention today is to celebrate and explore the incredible bonds of sisterhood among Black women. We want to highlight the strength, support, and empowerment that comes from our shared experiences. Okay, Period. okay. Per. Let's do that. that. Yeah, because I feel like we did give the people our friendship breakup episode. And often, like, we do talk about our friends and we how much we appreciate them and everything like that. But, like, we've never done a little sisterhood episode. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but let it's me go needed. ahead and give out this affirmation before we get off track yes. again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So our affirmation for this episode is in unity and solidarity, we find strength, inspiration, and unwavering support within our sisterhood. Yeah. Love that. All right. Love so do you want to get a little pop culture catch up real quick? yes let's do it quick (laughs) all right um i feel like so much happens but i think one of the biggest things i guess not biggest things but one big thing right now is that jeezy and Jeannie mai are getting divorced oh i did not know that yes and i personally believe that he should never married her because she said dark meat was for the side and for a good time i don't know how he looked past that but he did. Um, what? Yeah. So now they're getting divorced and apparently he filed for divorce. So, yeah. Wow. Interesting. I wonder what happened there. Um, But she just sounds awful anyway. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think of other pop culture things. I started Real Housewives in Salt Lake City. That just started up again. I was hoping that they would talk more about Jen Shaw and all of that, but it's been oh, really yeah. bad and boring. So I'm not super excited about this season, but what I am excited for is Potomac coming back. We Very love Potomac. Soon. We love Potomac. We do. So yeah. that, that I'm literally, that's how I'm getting through September and I guess part of October. I'm screaming. I feel like, have I watched any reality tv other than big brother i don't think so um i will say big brother the black people are still thriving hanging on by a thread because um some just do not have good gameplay but Mm. the i think the first girl to go home was a black woman but also she was i wasn't a big fan of her but other than that the rest of the black people have been thriving, um, and they're still here. So, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black, but more specifically, like, one black person in particular. But, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Great. If, uh, um, if you went on Big Brother, do you think you could win? I don't know, because Big Brother, you have to be super fake, and I'm not going to say super fake. I think that their relationships are very genuine. Very genuine. Did I say that right? I don't know. I don't know if I said genuine right Mm -hmm. the first time because my brain. But I think some of their relationships are very genuine, but they develop so fast. And I just don't Mm. know. I'm always very skeptical of people. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I would be like, "Mm -mm." but you have to do that. Um, And you have to be like sneaky and conniving. And I just feel like, I wear my emotions on my face and like if I don't say it my face will say it and people mm-hmm. might not like that 
also like I'm a black woman um and that just makes you an automatic target um yeah so I don't know I feel like I mean maybe things are changing we've had two back-to-back black winners um I don't know if it's gonna happen this season (laughs) they're not gonna let that happen this season um but (laughs) potentially maybe I don't know it just depends also I would have to get like fit because I feel like depending on I just feel like it, it varies from season to season but I think that you don't have to be necessarily good at comps to win but it does help um mm-hmm. I feel like this season it hasn't been a lot of physical comps but I know my memory is not the best and so if it's not a physical comp it's simply like a memory comp or something similar to that so I would probably have to do better with the physical comps so I would need to get in shape and yeah I went some physical comps also making I mean winning comps makes you a threat as well really everything makes you a threat but especially being black and being good so (laughs) I would hope to win I don't know if I could but yeah basically that's it (laughs) Mm. I got you I got you yeah well if you end up going there Obviously, I can help you train. I can help you, like, with your memory and stuff. And then once you're on TV, I'm going to tell everyone, that's my best friend. That's my best friend. Period. Ha 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 ha. Ew. And I wouldn't even ask you for a dollar. I wouldn't. I would give you at least a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> at least a dollar. <laughs> I would give you at least a dollar. Like, come on. Come on. That's the least I could do. <laughs> but I will also say... I feel like I have a pretty good personality. And so a lot of times if you have a good personality and people really like you, like America really likes you, um, even if you don't mm-hmm. win the show, they have um, America's favorite house guests. Mm-hmm. And so um, I could potentially win that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I know cool. that last season. So Taylor Hale, who also is like Miss Michigan or she used to be Miss Michigan. She won the show and she won America's favorite house guest. Wow. But Has also the house guests were no. And the house guests were really fucking mean to her. Like they put that girl through the ringer. Like she deserved to win all that money that she did because she probably needs some serious therapy. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It it's was that really bad. bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, wild yeah well maybe it's for the better you don't go on because i don't want you being traumatized first of all she's nice to me because i'll be everybody the fuck up let's start there <laughs> they would they would have to put me out the house the way that they treated that girl they would have to put me out the fucking house because i'm fighting everybody they were just so mean and nasty oh, to her and like the worst part is a lot of times you don't know exactly what people are saying about you until you go home and you watch and I don't even yeah. think that you can watch the live feeds like after the season. I don't know. I don't know if they're archived or if they are. I don't know how long they're archived for. Because um, mm-hmm. that really tells you what people are saying about you. Because they only air but so much. Um, but like mm. they dogged this girl out. They made her seem like she was a person that she's not. And like I'm not an avid like feeder. Like I don't be watching the feeds just because. Not that I don't have the time because I got plenty of time. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't because, yeah. Um, 
but apparently like they were even worse on the feeds like calling her all types of names and just talking bad about her and it was even the black women doing it but there was one girl on there who i didn't even know i was black until x y and z age and i'm like girl you don't even look white what um (laughs) y'all are the same color you are the same color literally (laughs) um and then another girl she just was not great and had awful eyebrows and an awful accent and not the eyebrows and accent she she was just awful everything about her was awful and she was annoying um but yeah like the black women the black men like everyone just terrible to her and i'm like how dare y'all turn on y'all's own um yeah if anything like you would think that they would stick together i mean that's that's what what i'm the season before they literally had the cookout and that is how we got our first literally the final like five or six all black people the black people literally worked together to get all the white people out. Mm. <laughs> like, they took zero notes. And obviously I feel like that will probably never happen again. And all black Alliance will probably never happen again just because everyone would be very skeptical. Mm. But well, actually in this new season, I think that the black people are all like aligned, but they have other people in their Alliance and there is no, there's no like huge, unity and whatever amongst them but i also mm-hmm. don't know if they would all gun for each other um yeah so soon i don't know but literally the season before all the black people were united as one and they literally were like bro i cannot stand this person they pissed me off but i'm doing this for a greater good mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Like, that was literally it. That's how it should be. Yes. You know what I always say. We are united in front of the whites. And yes. let whatever else go on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. That is exactly, I feel like, how it was for us in our program. Like, even though I'll fuck with you, <laughs> I'm never going to let them know. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> So, um, there's another show we wanted to talk about called The Other Black Girl that just got released on Hulu. Yes. We both started watching it. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your initial thoughts first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Nella's character is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I also think Hazel's character is also very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the way that Hazel is written or if it's the actress, but she gives off trying too hard to, like, play a certain character. Mm. Um, but when I tell you that Nella be pissing me off, because I'm like, bitch, I don't trust this bitch. Why do you trust her? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, like... I think, I, yeah. Mm. There's a lot I feel like we could dive into with this show. And it yes. might even be worth, like, maybe we could have it be an, its own episode one day. And we, like, just talk about it. Because there's so many layers to it. Like, I honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, this looks like shit. Like, I wasn't expecting, like, good acting. I wasn't expecting to, like, 
be captivated by it. But honestly, I think Nella trusts Hazel so much because of her insecurity as a black woman. Like, she's not confident in her blackness. And so she's, like, attaching to this person that she sees as, like, the ultimate black girl. And so she, like, changes herself to try to beat her because she thinks that, oh, if I, you know, reflect her, then I'm actually feeding my black soul when in actuality that's not the case. That's not how it works. Yeah, and I don't know how far, because you started watching before me, but I told you I, like, was <laughs> binging hard yesterday. But I don't yeah. know how far you've gotten, but uh, Malaika actually calls Nella out on that. Mm. And she's mm-hmm. like, you're so thirsty for melanin in your life that you can't even see what this girl is doing and how she yeah. might not really be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But I'm just like, f- after she did what she did, I would never trust that bitch again. Like, No, the first thing she did, the first thing, like, I think it was like the first or second episode. Yep. I would have been like, all right, we're done. Don't need you. Exactly. Like, and then she stuck around. Like, why? Ugh. It's and gross. It's gross. I think it's okay to be cordial, but like, you, uh-uh. I'm just like, everything that she does, I feel like always has an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that I'm so captivated by the show just because like, I want to see like, what's going to happen next. Like, what what else is this bitch going to do? Like, what is the ending? (laughs) And it's crazy because I have the book, but I never read it. And I'm in Mm. this Facebook group. um, It's called Black Women Read 2. And a lot of the black women marked it as like, did not finish or whatever they call it. Or like, couldn't finish, didn't want to finish, whatever. Um, So I guess they didn't really like the book. So I bought it, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to read it. Like, we'll see. Um, But now I look, you want to read it. And again, I'm just like... (laughs) What is going to happen? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, can you add me to that Facebook group, please? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I got you. Immediately. It's nice because, like, I find, like, first of all, the women have all the recommendations, whether you like, you know, the smut books, as they like to call them, or, like, (laughs) something nice and wholesome. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they have the, like, pimp and your your dad's a uh, hustler books. I don't know what they call those ones. I call them little ghetto books. <laughs> I don't know. The hood books. The hood classics. They literally have hood something classics. for everybody. Yes. Um so I would definitely add you. And if anyone else wants to be added, let me know. Um but sorry it's only for black people. Exclusively for black girls who read too. We're not sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I, there's plenty of other <laughs> Because yeah. no in all the black groups, white women or even white men try to sneak in. Like, and the admin will tell you that if you add someone to this group who is not black, you will be kicked out. Um, Good. So, yeah. What's the point? Like, I don't I don't get that. This is a secret space just for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But... Ciao, ciao, ciao. Like, literally go anywhere else. It's all made for you. It's literally all made for you. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. But I would definitely add you. And, yeah, I will probably finish it today. Because, um, <laughs> like I said, I ain't got shit else to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's my favorite thing to say. <laughs> it is. It um, is. But, y'all, I really did 
low-key get a job so your girl's about to not have to be uber eats in and instacart in soon hopefully so yeah yeah and now i need to go back to school shopping back to work shopping i like back to school shopping better because yeah i still feel like i'm a kid again hopefully my grandma will pay (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah do you have any other thoughts I mean, do you want to tell the pod about your job or do you want to wait until you like start? I want to wait until I start. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, we have to record another episode um, before another two weeks. So hopefully I'll start by then. You're right. So, (laughs) yeah. Oh, but yeah, I don't think I have any other thoughts right now. I'm just, I was annoyed with Nella's character as well. And like, I think, um, I just get annoyed when people, like, I guess, put their blackness into a box and, like, expect other people to help them, like, unpackage it with them or, like, unpackage it for them. It's just, it's annoying. Um, like, that's what a therapist is for. Like, find a black therapist and they'll, like, talk you through that. But Uh I think expecting other people to do it or, like, getting your hopes up that other people will do it is exactly why she got herself in the situation. She was vulnerable and Hazel's taking advantage of that. So yeah, that she is. Um, I can't wait until you get a little further. I know. I think I'm going to make Nate watch it with me. Exactly what happens. I mean, yeah, there's a white guy in the show. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) He'll love that. Representation. I saw that and I was like, Oh, <laughs> I also like. I hope I'm I not said... Nella. Jesus, <laughs> friend. When I said, "Oh, this looks really interesting," <laughs> I said, "Is that who? Is that? Is that my friend?" <laughs> oh my god, I don't think I'm as bad as Nella. Hell no. <laughs> I feel like since I've met you. Even if I was like, who is this bitch? You've always been, I'm a black woman. I'm black and proud. Like, I'm here for the black mm-hmm. people. Like, yeah. literally. Not even since I met you, but since I've known who you were, which is the first day of class. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know. Um, I have to tell you something. We literally, bleh, we literally used to call you Miss Being a Black Woman. Because one time we were in a meeting and you were like, well, being a black woman. And that's not. where this podcast name was for. <laughs> like, you literally were like, well, being a black woman. And I said, oh. No, I think, okay. I feel like I remember that class. Like, I feel like it was, what's his name? Mr. White Man. Like, trying to say some shit about, like, housing or something. Probably. I don't know. But I just remember being like, oh, okay, period. Okay. Well, being a black woman. I said, okay. Miss being a black woman. As a black woman. Okay, eat, please. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way to shut down people that try to be, like, prejudiced. Honestly, like, especially, I mean, in a setting where you feel safe to do so. Because not every setting is, like, conducive to that. But, like, what are you going to do? Argue argue with me? Like, argue my experience? Try, please. I mean. Try. Knowing him, he might, so. Yeah, probably. But he didn't. <laughs> 
I can't believe he's gonna be a doctor. I'm sick. Same. Anyway. <laughs> Sips my coffee. Ugh. <sighs> uh, okay. Do you want to get into it? Let's. Let's get into it. All right. So today we are talking about sisterhood and solidarity. And so my first question for you, how would you define sisterhood? I think sisterhood for me is hard to define because it's, you know, it's automatically gendered, but I don't think it necessarily has to only be for like cis women, cis Mm -hmm. black women. I think it can be for trans and non-binary black folks as well um but i think it's just like the idea that i'm gonna have your back no matter what you're gonna have mine and we're gonna lift each other up together like there's no need for competition um because like ultimately we're in the same boat absolutely like a thousand percent and heavy on the no need for competition because i feel Mm -hmm. like oftentimes people try to pit us against each other And it's like, I'm not doing that. Like, if you're winning, I'm winning. Like, if you eat, I eat. Your success Mm -hmm. can only be good for me. So, definitely heavy on that one, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of funny because in a lot of spaces where black women, I'm just saying women is like a general term, but obviously it can include more than just cis folks. Um, When black women are in spaces where they feel like they have to compete. A lot of times those are predominantly white spaces and it's like, look around. That's your competition, yes. not the other black woman. Like everyone else is the enemy. I mean, that sounds really tragic, but <laughs> the truth. not everyone else is the enemy. But like, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a bigger picture. There's more at play than just you two or yeah. you three, however many are there. No, I absolutely agree with you. And I'm, I'm grateful because I feel like in our program, I never felt like we had to be in competition or like I had to be in competition with any other like black person, period, mm-hmm. um, in our, in our program. I felt like we were very much like supportive of each other to a certain degree. Um, and I even feel like even if we like disagreed with each other, like, again, we were very much, like, united in front of everyone. And then behind closed doors, it was like, bitch, did you hear what this motherfucker said? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you believe what they just said? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Very much so. Definitely appreciated that community for sure. Oh, 100%. I never felt like I was competing with anyone i mean because like who can i compete with hello no, I'm kidding. these motherfuckers can't <laughs> compete where they do not compare miss president okay president by a long shot <sighs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm not that cocky i'm not kidding um so <laughs> you were that girl you so are that girl thank you friend of thank course. you of course um but yeah i i'm glad we agree with that like I'm glad we both have that, like, shared experience of feeling, like, supported and non-competition. I think that's so important, especially in higher education. Like, the further you go up, the harder it is. And so, like, being able to have a safe space with other Black individuals, other Black women, where, you know, you're not afraid to ask questions, you're not afraid to say, hey, I don't know how to do this. Like, that's so, so important. 
So important. Yeah. And also, like, if we weren't going to do it for each other, who was? Because we had yeah. no one else but each other. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, there was one person who looked like us, but she wasn't even for us, for real. Uh, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> so. <sighs> yeah. 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 But we had to do it. We did. We did. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So, are there any, like, stories or experiences that maybe you have or stories that we've shared that make you think of, like, the importance of sisterhood? Um, I think, going back to our program, and I'm pretty sure I've shared this before on the pod, but it was I think it was our first or second semester. I think it was the first semester. We had that online class and it was like everyone's class was online. I don't think we were in the same mm. class or in the mm-hmm. same like section, but like it was an online class for everybody. Um, yeah. And I had this project. We had the photo, bo- the photo booth, photo voice mm-hmm. project. Photo voice. And I was in a group with people that I did not know <laughs> because they were like online students. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just remember no one citing their sources. And I was like, we have to cite our sources. We're going to get flagged for plagiarism and we're going to get a zero. And I can't afford a zero in this class. And da 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 da, whatever, whatever. And I literally, like, I want to say we had a call. And it had to do with, like, MCH. But before mm. that call, I think I had called Shalia and Nia, like, having a full breakdown. Because, like, the project was due the next day. And I wasn't going to be doing anyone else's part. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, again, just whole breakdown before the call and I had to pull it together for the call for the call and after we got off the call like I had talked to them or whatever um but we got off the call and like I thought nothing of it and these girls literally showed up to my door you know that my building was secure they showed up to my actual door (laughs) (laughs) to my actual door with fucking chick-fil-a like and they were just like friend like we just had to come make sure you were okay because like I was not well like at all um and so I just think that like just having them there to like support me and try to like figure out how we could make things better and get shit to click for these people um Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just yeah it was that right there was sisterhood and like even now, like I'm going through my things and I'm having my bad days, I will be fully transparent. I had a little breakdown on my Instagram story earlier this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was unwell, very mm-hmm. unwell. Like, literally, I cut this part out, but like, I think one of the last posts I made, I was like crying. Okay. And one of my videos, but I had to cut that out because I couldn't have y'all seeing me crying on Instagram. I'm not one of those girls. Um, (laughs) It was my private story, y'all. It's fine. But, like, honestly, like, people who I would have never expected to reach out to me, like, they were sending me, like, messages of, like, love and everything like that. You are always Mm -hmm. checking on me and you're like, friend, I know you're not fine, so tell me what the fuck is up. (laughs) Like, (laughs) stop pretending. (laughs) And so I just... Like, just things like that. Like, it really shows me, like, the love and support that I have. Um, 
was like all of y'all and I really appreciate it and I'm so mm. thankful for it and I just I just think I'm gonna cry right now like I know I'm getting emotional so yeah do you have any cool cute stories I mean the first thing that comes to mind I mean I just want to say like thank you for sharing all of that and I love you I love you um, too <sighs> The first thing that comes to mind is honestly like the four hour conversation we had over lunch, like before we started this podcast. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm ever going to forget that day and like what we talked about. I feel like we related on so many levels and um, I just feel like I haven't been able to be vulnerable like that with everyone. And so I think you as a person definitely like showcase a safe space, safe energy for people to share. Um, but also just, like, going into conversations with you knowing that, like, there's that shared foundation of experience um, automatically made me feel safe. But I just think we've gone through a lot of similar things in life. Um, yes. And that, for me, I think is what I needed. Because at that time, I was I was not okay. I was going through so much with school with family and um you might not know but like you really you really showed up for me that day and um I appreciate it I appreciate you (laughs) I would just say you show up for me literally every day whether you know it or not so I appreciate you friend friend (laughs) I appreciate you no I'm serious though like honestly I really appreciate that. Like, no, seriously. Because I think it's so important to have friends who, like, have experienced similar situations. Um, I feel like it makes you more inclined to, like, talk to them. I feel like I struggle a lot talking to even, like, some of my, like, very closest and, like, best friends um, who I've had for years just because I know that, like, their experiences aren't similar to mine. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to, like, my relationship with my parents um Mm. I have one friend who has had like a very similar situation um when it comes to her mom and so like she and I can literally talk for hours about that and I'm so glad to like now have her as a friend yeah um because before it's like my friends all have like excellent relationships with their moms um Mm. even if it can get like a little turbulent I just feel like you know like their moms are like their girls like that's their good sis um yeah I think my mom wants us to be good sisters but just like things that have happened in the past just like stop that for me and then like with my dad that's a whole nother story um Mm -hmm. and so yeah I like definitely struggle with that and then I mean like you know some other situations Mm-hmm. all that other stuff yeah. um like you know those struggles and so like I definitely appreciate that like having you kind of know those struggles and I mean it sucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like it's nice to have you because you kind of get it and well you do get it not even kind of get it you get it the girls I get it get it the girls I don't don't but <laughs> I think it's definitely nice having friends who, like you said, get it, like, who share the same experiences, and, yeah. Yeah, 
it's so necessary because I feel like for me, it makes me feel less alone in whatever I'm going through, knowing that someone else has had a similar experience. Like, I don't feel like I'm carrying this burden around with me that's so heavy all by myself, you know, yes. and that that is so important, especially for black women that are constantly fed stressors. Like, that's so important. So important. Yes. Very so. heavy on that. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely appreciated for sure. Um, You're appreciated. <laughs> stop. You're appreciated. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really like, just how do I get so lucky? Like having such like an amazing community of black women, just women, period. Because like, honestly, even when I had my little situation, Emily even reached out and I was like, wow. Mm. <laughs> Friend. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I do have a question, though. Do you have mm-hmm. any, I guess, older adult women who you see as kind of like, maybe not, I don't know, I guess, as you see, as you're like sisters and sisterhood or anything like that? Hmm, that's a good question. I, if you asked me this like 10 years ago, I would say no, I didn't have any black women to look up to. Um, but once I, like, since going to my undergrad, I, one of my mentors, her name is T. She is everything. Like, she's amazing. She's actually going to get her PhD now to be a therapist, which is, like, so fitting for her. Um, but she basically, she didn't show me what it meant to be a black woman, but she helped me feel confident in my blackness. And what I mean by that is, like, apologizing less not moving for white men on the sidewalk like just little things that I automatically did and never thought about like she helped point out to me and say like no you don't need to apologize for taking up space and so um and then we've had like great conversations about relationships and friendships and boundaries and I feel like she really helped me understand the way the world worked a little bit better um and how I kind of like fit into that so I love her so much I she will always be my life and um I mean she's not like old she's 32 so she's older than you (laughs) she's older than me but not old um I love her so yeah okay period what about you um I mean yeah for sure I mean I feel like I still keep in contact with and get lots of support from um one person is my eighth grade science teacher I think she was like one of the first black teachers that I ever had and like while I was smart I was not the best behaved and so she kind of like took me under her (laughs) wing and was like listen if you're gonna be hanging out with me you're gonna be good so let's get this together Um, and then in high school, it was, um, my high school administrator. Um, and I mean, she came to my graduation. Like we are still very much in contact. Like she -hmm. is a person who, if I need anything, I can call her. Um, and if she doesn't have a solution, then she will try to figure something out for me. And then from undergrad, two very amazing professors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, one was a history (laughs) professor and the other Africana studies and like, when I say one of them, if I call her, she's going to answer. And if she doesn't, she is texting me. I see you called. Are you okay? Do you need something? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be feeling bad sometimes because I'm like, I was just calling to check on you to make sure you were okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just like very amazing people who um, are people that I can talk about pretty much anything with. Obviously, mm-hmm. I have to pick and choose who I tell what because some can handle some things, others cannot. Yes. Um, but there's one who can pretty much handle everything. And so I very much appreciate her for just like providing me with like consistent guidance um, mm. on a lot. Um, I just, I really appreciate her. Like, that's my girl. Like, that's my I good love sis. That. And I also I have. Um, one woman from church who also like when I say can mm. handle everything I tell her sometimes I think I overshare um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I mean you know plenty of black women who I've been able to look to for guidance and support and who just show me like that that love that sometimes I need like one of them gives the best hugs um it's like a very That's much so motherly kind of hug when she gives it to you and I just melt um <laughs> oh I love that so much I know lucky to have these women who are there and are people I can talk to and who have a little more life experience than maybe some of my friends so yeah definitely yeah. I'd be really long I am um... damn sorry no, it's fine. Um, I, yeah, I am hoping to find more people. I've already met some amazing black women at my new school. Um, and I'm so excited because I'm pretty sure I'm like 98% sure my PhD advisor is going to be a black woman. And the other day we like met one-on-one and I just cried with her. Like we cried together and it was so good. It was so special. Um, so I'm hoping that we can like build a strong relationship and like find that love for each other. But yeah, love a black <gasps> woman. I'm telling you. Yes, we do. Honestly, sometimes I feel so bad because I'm like, damn, not you have to like teach me and love me, but also like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, you don't have a choice. I'm going to make you love me. I um, know. I know. I know. <laughs> Like, the one that I call, because, like, I literally will be like, hey, are you in your office? Okay, I'm coming. Um, Or, like, hey, let's go to Target. (laughs) Like, because I just need a little extra support, a little extra love. I'd be like, damn, I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry. And then I'll be like, an hour into our phone call, okay, well, I'm going to go. I feel like I've monopolized a lot of your time. And she's like, (laughs) it's fine. If I was busy, I would have answered the phone. Um, mm. but I'm still like, damn girl, I'm sorry. Um, and oh, like, so sweet. I know. And I'll literally call to check on her. And then we always end up on me. Like always. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is not what I called for. I called to really check on you. Whatever, whatever. Um, and like, actually when everything happened with my mom. So initially Brandon was there with me, but then he was leaving that day. And like, I was obviously going through a thousand and one emotions. And, um, Mm. when he left, I think she was like the first person that I called and I literally just like cried on the phone and she was like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And like, she immediately went into like problem solving mode and I like appreciated her so much for that. So that's so sweet. Yeah. That's really nice. So shout out to her. 
Dr. I S. That. I won't put your full name out there. I know how you'd be feeling about <laughs> shit like that, so. <laughs> Do you ever just think, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if excited is the right word, but, I mean, I kind of am excited to, like, be that for other black women. Like, yes. I don't know. When I'm a yes. professor, like, I want people to feel comfortable and confident, like, coming to my office and just, like, talking for hours and, like, asking me for help and advice and just... I don't know. Letting yeah. letting black women be. Yes. I don't ever intend to become a professor. Um, although one of my professors has been pushing me to get my PhD because she's like, you always have to fall back on. Even if you don't want to go into academia now, you might need to later. Um, but I'm like, even just like, you know, hopefully my friends have kids one day. And like, if you can't talk to mom, come talk to me. You know, mm-hmm. When I become a big wig at, you know, some job, hopefully there'll be some black girl who I can like mentor and she can come to me Mm -hmm. and like talk to me if there's a problem or if there's not a problem, if you just want to be good, good girlfriends, like let's do it. Yeah. You know, so (laughs) I'm looking forward to the the calls and the lunches and just everything. So, yeah. You're going to (laughs) be such a good auntie to my kids. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. Listen. (laughs) I'm so ready. Like, I I'm just... Not. I want some littles. <laughs> so bad. Meanwhile, like, I'm out here talking about some... Yeah, y'all. I'm just out here driving for Uber Eats and... <laughs> but I want somebody to have a baby. Bitch. You're ready. <laughs> With what money? Like, please. <laughs> so... I'm dead. Okay. So, I've really appreciated this conversation we've had so far. Um, is there anything that comes to mind when you think about, like, historically the significance of Black sisterhood? Um, I think that my mind immediately goes back to, like, the Civil Rights era mm-hmm. um, and just, like, all the movements um, that were kind of, like, started by Black women. More specifically, especially the uh, Montgomery bus boycott. But bah, the Montgomery bus boycott... Um, Mm -hmm. that was literally black women along with, you know, like the help of black men as well, but black women like taking a stand and, um, just working together to like accomplish something so important, especially at that time. Um, and so my mind like immediately goes back to that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of sucks when I think about, the origins of black sisterhood because I feel like it came out of like necessity um, and like fighting against oppression, fighting against white men and women of the time. Um, But at the same time, it can be like a beautiful thing. So um, I think of like the women's rights movement and um, how that was basically only for white women Uh, Black women were excluded from the table, excluded from conversations. And um, I mean, this is super recent, but a lot of people don't even know that reproductive justice is a black term like that was created by black women for black women. Um, And uh, I just I don't know. I think of. I think of a lot of things and I'm like. Black women started black women founded and. They're still not getting the credit today. Actually, I have a story time. So, y'all know I'm in this PhD program. 
I submitted a paper to my advanced research methods class, and I'm all about like repro justice, like um, sexual health, things like that. And I submitted an outline for the project I want to do, which is like implementing a black woman led intervention in the city we are in. And I cited Sister Song, which if you don't know who Sister Song is or what they are, they are a group of black women they came up with the term reproductive justice. They started it, like there's no question about that. I cited them and my professor came back and said, this is not, this is not a credible source. He literally to my face said, find something better. And I just, I, I had to laugh. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm giving credit where credit is due. I'm not gonna change my source. Um, so I don't know, it's just like, Made me feel icky, but it just goes to show, like, even today, people are still fighting to, like, be recognized. That was kind of a tangential thing, but something recent that made me upset. There's literally a site black women movement. You can get a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. I'm being serious. Sister song? I don't know who started it. Um, let me see, but it's literally site black women collective. Mm, mm-hmm. And I know because my professors who, you know, be loving me, they <laughs> literally are black women who have written books and papers and all that. And they literally have these shirts. They are literally mm. sight women, sight, sight, um, black women, like, they have fucking, yeah, they have t-shirts, they have oh. hoodies. Wait, I'm gonna get some. I'm, I should wear that. Yeah, <laughs> wear it to class, baby, shake shit up. Oh my gosh. Have a, well, it's yeah. sad because he's a black man. <gasps> Girl, I thought this was a white man! <laughs> well, and it pissed me off because he talks about, I mean, the readings we do are about, like, U.S. politics and, like, race relations and health disparities and stuff, but he's just, the stuff he says is, like, misogynistic, and sometimes I'm like, ugh, just shut the fuck up. Anyway. Fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, he's so annoying. (laughs) Ugh, but yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get some, uh, I'm gonna look at this later and get some, get something, some clothes. Yes. So, sight black women. Um, Yes, sight black women. Yes. And I also think that if we look at media, especially like 90s media, there was Mm. a lot. um, I'm sorry. Was there anything else for historical? More historic? Okay. But if we look at like 90s media, especially, we see a lot about sisterhood, um, black sisterhood. So like set it off. My girls, you have these four black women who are really good friends and out of desperation, they become motherfucking bank robbers. Um, and they're like, <laughs> we're about to get this money together. Like, y'all are my sisters. Mm-hmm. We all finna win. We all finna eat. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like, things turn tragic for three out of the four of them. But, like, my girls are riding together. Like, ride or die. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, ride or die. Because motherfuckers die. Um <laughs> But I think like that, um, waiting to exhale, mm-hmm. you see again, 
this group of black women who are all going through very different things, but they're mm-hmm. able to like lean on their friends uh, for like constant support. Um, and it's like, you know, just all love. Um, I love waiting to exhale, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I know there's more. I don't know if you yeah. can name them all, but like there's more. Um, yeah. Well, like girlfriends comes to mind. <sighs> like that show was just like, I think as someone who didn't grow up around other black women, like in my family super closely, like that show was so comforting for me and just like I don't know I feel like I was kind of feeding my soul a little bit every time I watched (laughs) even though like some episodes are a little problematic um I think at the end of the day like it shows I mean we were talking about this earlier it shows the true sides of friendship and like yes there's gonna be betrayal yes there's gonna be lying but like at the end of the day it's how you can apologize and recover from that that matters Yes. Damn, Girlfriends was yeah. Um yeah, that's a that show definitely eight for sure. Um Oh, one hundred percent. Nate will watch it with me, so like I feel like I mean not saying that like oh white man likes it, must be good, but like <laughs> it's I'm saying it's it's enjoyable for, for all. Yeah. Um I think, you know, a more recent um example maybe like insecure like yes how do we know (laughs) insecure insecure is so good oh my god do you know when it first came out people would be like you know Issa really reminds me of you and i said yeah those people would say when it first came out that um me and Issa were very similar similar (laughs) I I don't know about that one. I mean, yeah, I feel like Issa just, I mean, I know she's the protagonist, but sometimes she just annoyed the shit out of me, but. But you know, it's looking real similar now, (laughs) because, or maybe was this, was this Insecure or The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl, where she stopped working and was legit driving Uber and no that's Issa that yeah. it was it was um insecure I mean, yeah okay because I also watched uh Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl too um mm. but yeah bitch maybe I am Issa <laughs> no okay you should go be a property manager like she was I'm like not. go oh I'm not I mean I could it depends on where it is it depends. No, like, it could be a nice, like, luxury apartment. You live there for free and then just, like, respond to emails all day. Like, that's not a bad gig. Yeah, you're right. Let me, I'm gonna hop on that, for real. You um, should. Can I be the proper, property temporary. manager and also do another job? Yeah, most, most of the time, like, you can negotiate your hours. And if you're working from home, like, I feel like you could easily... You could easily work two jobs. Bet. I'll do that. I'm going to look into that for you real. Should. You should. You should. Yeah. Um, that's smart. <laughs> Damn, bro, you're smart. Community. Sisterhood. Community. Sisterhood. Brainstorming. Um, but <sighs> I feel like, I mean, my life is a little messy, but not as messy as hers. 
Um, but definitely a perfect example of sisterhood, having your rider dies. I, I also feel like their friendship dynamics in the group of four was so fucking accurate because I feel like, mm-hmm. especially in a group of friends, like you always have like, you know, you kind of have your pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you have two that are closer and then even within like the pairs, across pairs you have you know the ones that are you know a little closer than maybe the others and all that um mm-hmm. it gets tricky when it's three of them yeah how happened the three first <laughs> it's very tricky um <laughs> i've been in a few of those and i don't like them but yeah i definitely think that that show is also like a very accurate representation of black girl sisterhood friendshipness, all that. Oh, 100%. I'm about to rewatch that. Same. It's oh, on Netflix now. So but good. I also have HBO Max, so. And I think you Same. do too. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, it's now called Max. Oh. So dumb, but yeah. 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 Oh, Damn. That's okay. a So good. So good. So, so good. good. <laughs> uh, big one. Yeah. Uh, she was on her Zoom, as the kids are saying now. <laughs> Get on your what? Zoom. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I'd be trying to keep up. A little bit. I mean, you have access to, like, children. That sounds weird. <laughs> your siblings. <laughs> yeah. I have younger siblings, guys. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you, she ate me up yesterday. She calls me. Um, can you get me some gummy bears? No. Why not? Because I'm not. Why not? They're going to rot your teeth. And this is where she really ate me up. She said, well, you don't be saying that when you be eating them M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you got me there. You got me there. Okay. You caught me there. And just based off that, you will get the gummy bears. But I come to find out, she was trying to trade gummy bears at school for Takis, because my mom will buy her Takis. Um, Because oh. I didn't end up getting them. And she's actually been calling and texting me, wanting me to bring them to the school, and I'm like, I'm not. Bring them to school, girl. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't buy them last <laughs> night, because the store was closed by the time I got home. Um, So, uh-huh. yeah. And this morning, she Damn. was calling me, trying to wake me up, and I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> No. So, no. sisterhood. The the real kind. The blood sisterhood. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. So, yeah. Um, how do you think that intersectionality plays a role in sisterhood? Mm. I think Well, I guess we kind of started with it a little bit like talking about how when we say like black women we're inclusive of, you know, folks that aren't just cisgender. They can be trans women or non-binary individuals. And so, like, I think inherently, like, black womanhood is so inclusive of so many different kinds of people that sisterhood in and of itself is kind of the same way. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I also want to say, like, sisterhood stretches across, like, different, um, 
classes, right? Like, for example, like your professors, they could be in a different class than you were at the time or like me and um, my friends. Like we don't necessarily have the same backgrounds, but like that shared knowledge, that shared experience, that shared idea that we've got each other, it, it literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think, and it's nice that these shows that we literally just talked about also show that. Because mm. in both Girlfriends and Insecure, like, you have the friend who's a lawyer, the friend who has no idea what the fuck is going on, the friends who we don't actually know what they do. Um, <laughs> and I think that's so important to remember. Because I feel like, a lot of times on social media, like, we see these girls who are all in the same, you know, social class. Oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. the discussion that I hate is, oh, when we go out to eat, we're just going to split the bill evenly, even though Marsha mm. only had a water and french fries. <laughs> yeah. And I Fuck just think that. that comes from women who all have friends who are, like, literally the same as them. And I think it's so important to have mm-hmm. friends that are different, people who have different experiences, because you learn so much more that way. Mm. Um, and also, like, bitch, I just 100%. got fries in a water. I'm not paying your bill. You got lobster in a martini. Like, please be so serious. And also, I'm broke. I ain't got no job. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not a split the check kind of bitch. I'm a. I'm gonna get mine. You gonna get yours, and we're gonna be good. Yeah, and I even have some friends where it's like, oh, I got you this time, you'll get me next time. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that was more so back back in the day before I, (laughs) you know, started living the life I'm living now. But, um, I mean, still holds true. Like, I know that, you know, sometimes I got you, sometimes you got me. Okay, so um, I guess moving along, when we think about, like, the idea of sisterhood and, like, social networks, like, different relationships, um, I guess first I'd like to know, like, what do you think of when you think of that? And how can we as black women, like, leverage those relationships um, to, like, either provide resources or just, like emotional guidance um what do you think i think the first thing that i think of is black grandmas like Mm. you know the saying like it takes a village Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i think that that is like so very true like i think that friendship is super important to me because i see how the women in my family and just for reference i feel like i've talked about this before but like Literally, my, like, family is my grandma, my mom and my aunt, my cousin, my sister, and me. And then I have Mm -hmm. also my brother, but, like, he doesn't, like, live with me and all that. But, like, that's my family. Mm -hmm. So, it's literally all women. And so, like, my grandma literally has friends from, like, when my mom and my aunt were, like, young. Like, my mom is friends with my grandma's friends kids like it's Mm. just friendship is something that is really valued in my family I think um I feel like my grandma very early was like a widow 
and same with her friends like widowed or divorced and so like these people like leaned on each other they raised their kids together and things like that mm. and so like same with you know my mom and her friends but I just know that it takes a village and my family has a village full of friends who have turned family um and that's what I'm creating with my friends um mm. and I forgot your other question but I just think that it's important for us to remember that uh friendship sisterhood all of that is super important um we shouldn't be each other's competition we should be uplifting each other loving each other um and showing each other just constant support um united we stand mm-hmm. divided we fall um there's no need to be jealous of the person next to you um like i said earlier if you eat i eat like mm-hmm. it's just really that simple it's that simple um so yeah i don't really know i feel like i'm just talking but no i love that i i, I think you said it perfectly there's really <laughs> no need for competition and it's um not- no, I appreciate having this conversation with you. I feel like it was really insightful for me and I hope that people listening, you know, can take some pieces of advice home with them um, yes. because it is an issue. It is an issue of like, because black women were socialized to feel like we have to compete, but we don't, we really don't. So just like trying to unlearn that toxic habit, um, I think will ultimately not only help you but help the people around you exactly exactly i just feel like it's my duty to be my friend's biggest cheerleader it's just my job to cheer you on and and do that like Mm -hmm. the fuck and if Mm -hmm. i can't at least do that then like should i be this person's friend um so yeah but that jealousy stuff that that right there is real bad i don't the only thing I'm jealous of is my friends who have really solid relationships with their dads. Um, but that's not a them problem. That's a me problem. <laughs> and I'm also thankful that uh, a lot of them will share their parents with me, their dads with me. So, yeah. Well, um, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll even keep can, that in. We can work on that. You know. Oh, okay. No, I'm not working on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm at okay. as hell. But yeah, that would no. never like disrupt our friendship like mm-hmm. that's good i just say it must be nice to have a dad hmm. i remember that <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it's all I'm love dead. it's all love so it is it is I'm cheering you dusty bitches good. on give me some nieces and nephews i'm ready okay well on that note <laughs> Do you have a black business spotlight for us this week? Yeah, so I just wanted to highlight the book Sisterhood Heals, The Transformative Power of Healing in Community. And that is by Dr. Joy Harden Bradford. Um, and she does the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. Um, so I thought that would be good for us to highlight today because, you know, talks about black sisterhood hello and that's what we're talking about yeah therapy for black girls is also they have an instagram right yes and i can link that in the description because um i'm sure it's probably just like therapy for black girls or something but Mm -hmm. um yeah and i have actually listened to a few of their episodes or a few of her episodes 
Um, and it was actually really good. I enjoyed it. As a black girl who can't get therapy, I can at least hear about it. (laughs) I think I'm going to listen to it. You should, you should, you should. And I think it's on both Spotify and, um, Apple podcasts, so. Period. Yeah. We love period poop. All right, y'all. Well, I have to go take my injured man to the doctor. I have Um, to go do some Uber Eats and Instacart. But thanks for being here and listening with us or listening to us. Um, We hope you enjoyed and I guess we'll see you in two weeks. Yes. See you guys then. Peace. Pew, 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 pew. Bye. Bye, Like, y'all bitches have jobs. I'm not jealous. I just be like, how's, how's work going? And keep it pushing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know mine is coming.